Blog Talk Radio. The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour. Hello, this is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars' popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymoor, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy to be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. St. Perpetua of Carthage. daughter is encouraged by her mother to, to pull my whiskers? Of course I'm awake. Oh, you did look peaceful. Then why did you disturb me? Because there are two things that demand your immediate attention. Oh, no business affairs, Perpetua, please. Now that I'm awake, I want to enjoy the company of my grandchild. <laughs> and her beautiful mother, who at times I fear is more child than the babe. I'm 22. Indeed, but still a child at heart. <laughs> Oh, the sun is much too bright here in the garden. Nurse, take the baby into the house, please. Well, now that you've gotten us alone, what are these two things that demand my immediate attention? First, the procurator wants to see you. Hmm. Sometimes Hilarianus is a nuisance, but I suppose I must cater to his whims. Always, Father, at the snap of his finger. Well, you must remember, Hilarianus is our governor. I am only a poor Carthaginian merchant, not a noble Roman. Thanks to him, however... You mean to his greed and your business acumen. We enjoy the luxuries of full Roman citizens. Pagans and barbarians all who hate us terribly. Ah, these are barbarous times, my child. Yet, Hilarionis is our personal friend. Your personal friend, who calls you merchant, which is your profession, not your name. Who does not like to be kept waiting? Tell your mother I'll return when I can. Father? Yes? You promised to let me know whether Rusticus could come here to instruct me. Rusticus? Who, by the gods, is Rusticus? The Christian uh, catechumen, don't you remember? Oh, old age saps the juice of one's memory. But adds beauty to one's graying hair. This man, 
Rusticus. What about him? Oh, I told you. I want him to teach me what it means to be a follower of Christ. Perpetua, you have already been given one of the finest educations in Carthage. And still your brain is not satisfied? Father, I am not trying to appease the hunger of my brain. I'm trying to save my soul. <laughs> Perpetua is trying to say what? By the gods, her soul. Have you agreed to let this Christian teach her? Why not, Hilary Honest? <laughs> Why not? Surely no harm can come to her for trying to save her soul. Ah, such innocence in a woman these days is priceless. How proud I would be of such a daughter, merchant. Oh, she can be as hard as stone when she has a mind to be. Like her father, hmm? <laughs> Too much like him at times, I'm afraid. <laughs> and others, not nearly enough. But, uh, you sent for me, Hilarionis. Why did you wish to see me? Business, my friend, of course. The same as before? Slaves and salt? Only this time, I want you to sell them in Rome. Rome? Why so far away? Because most of the slaves are women. In Rome, they'll bring a higher price than anywhere else. But uh, I'm a soldier, you see. The emperor wouldn't take kindly to one of his noble proconsuls dealing in such merchandise. Slaves, father, women and children. Now, Perpetua, I've asked you time and time again not to... Not to to discuss your business affairs. Yes, I know. But my father is about to drive 500 helpless women and children... They are not women and children. You said they were. I said they were slaves, and slaves they are. Children still in the eyes of the Lord. That's enough. Perpetua, I'm a merchant. I buy and sell. It's the one thing on earth we Phoenicians are the undisputed masters of... When I evaluate the quality of my wares, I see man or woman slave, not what they may be in the eyes of your Lord. But it is wrong, Father, wrong and unchristian. <laughs> you child, Perpetua, you dear child. By your standards, my whole life is unchristian. And by the gods, it is. I'm a pagan. As I was born, so shall I live with the utmost pride. I know. And while you are in Rome, I will pray to the Holy Mother of Christ for your salvation as well as my own. Yes. You do that like the good little Christian you're going to be and leave business affairs to your father. You're laughing at me, but I forgive you because I know that deep in your heart you are a good man. I love you with all my strength and I will pray for your soul. I wouldn't be here if Hilary Annis learned to trust you, merchant. Sending me to look after his interest is an outrage. Have patience, Serpa. You Romans anger too fast. Patience. Look, we're approaching Calvary. What is that to me, old friend? (laughs) Nothing to you, a steadfast pagan, and even less to me, a priest of Saturn. Some of the slaves are Christians. They'd like to rest there a moment. Rest? Why there and not here? Calvary is sacred to them. No more than time is to me. The son of their God was crucified there, merchant. Let them kneel and pray. (laughs) Pray? For what, rain? The salvation of their souls, I imagine. (laughs) By the gods, that's what my daughter said she'd do for mine. Will you permit them to stop? Oh, very well. Let their souls be saved. I want only their bodies, which I hope will bring a worthy prize in Rome. 
Look at them, Serpa. Look. Men, women, and children on their knees praying to the wind. The naked wind. Yes. To their God in heaven, I would say. He's a mighty poor guardian to have delivered them into slavery. I believe they're now praying for deliverance out of it. Even God can have them. Oh, for the market price. miserable months in Rome, and I worry to the bones every minute of the day. <laughs> Relax, my friend. We'll reach Carthage in an hour. Nothing would delight me more. To be home again. Wait, what's that? Over there. No, 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 off to the left. There appears to be a procession of Roman soldiers. It is. And there, a man carrying a cross. By the guard, something's about. Come on. You. There, my captain. Uh, so, uh, Who is that man? A stinking Christian. Oh, by the gods. Another one? Another what, merchant? Christian, who practice brotherly love and claim to be children of a heavenly father. You know them as well as I. Hey, you there, get a move on. Let's end this. Uh, why are your men laying him on that cross? They're going to nail him to it. What else? What's his crime? I told you, he's a Christian. Yes, yes, I'm aware of his religion. I want to know what he's guilty of. He's a Christian, blast you. You're going to murder him for that? I? Meaning me? My orders come from Hilarianus, the proconsul of Carthage. I can't believe he gave you such an order. What you believe is of no consequence to me. Ready? Proceed. Stop them, confound you. Or by the gods. Or by the gods, you'll what? I give the orders here. If your stomach can't stand what you see, complain to Hilarionis. I shall. In no uncertain terms. By the gods, Hilarionis, have you no mercy, none at all? He was a Christian. A harmless Christian. Therefore, murder him? I don't make the laws here. My orders come from Rome. I merely see to it that you and your countrymen obey them. You were not so exacting three months ago. Three months ago, the number of Christians in Carthage was no problem. But now they're all over the place. My orders are to stamp them out. And as I live, I intend to do just that. Until now, today, when I saw with my own eyes your men nail that man to a cross, I would never have dreamed you were capable of such butchery. Butchery? Were I less a friend than a soldier of Rome, you'd regret that remark. Look to your own affairs, merchant, and count your blessings. My, my blessings? Like what, for example? Perpetua. For weeks, she has been observed in the company of Christians. By your own admission, she has been taking instructions in the black art of how to save one's soul. But if she weren't your daughter... Perpetua? A Christian? Oh, by the gods, what have I done? Oh, you're safe. Oh, merciful gods, you're safe. 
Dave, why should I be otherwise? I can't explain now. Where's your mother? In the garden. We were just praying for you to have a safe journey from Rome. Get her. And your brothers, quickly. Why? Is something wrong? I've exposed us all to grave danger. How? By letting that Christian come here. You mean Rusticus? The catechism? Yes, yes. You've been watched for weeks, you and all the others. I must warn you. There isn't time. I must get you out of the city at once. Now, hurry, child, hurry. Oh, I like Kurubas out of season. So peaceful. Listen. Hear the waves? They speak for the sea. Father. Mm. Look how the moon sits on the water. I wonder if its feet are wet. Father, I want to go back to Carthage. It's too dangerous, Perpetua. For if you dare call yourself a Christian... Then my fate is sealed. For in my heart I am now and always will be a Christian. Oh, if only you knew what horror comes to those who call themselves such. Your innocent lips would never say those despicable words. I must say whatever the good Lord tells me to, for my lips are but an instrument for his voice. Even though it would mean death. What is death that I should fear it? The end of your life, your precious life, and all that's dear to my heart. Oh, Father, Father, I love you with all my knowledge of love, but in this... But listen to me. As I guided you through childhood into a happy marriage, so shall I lead you away from this evil religion that has become such an awesome threat to your safety. Father, what can I say to make you understand? It's you who don't seem to understand or else you'd realize just how dangerous it is to be a Christian. I would rather face that danger a thousand times than to deny my God once. Wouldn't it be easier not to call yourself a Christian? Father, do you see this little vessel? This vase with flowers in it, of course. Can it be called by any other name? Not by sensible people, no. Nor can I call myself other than I am a Christian. Give it to me. What do you call it now? Though you have broken it into a hundred pieces, it is still a vase. And if you persist in this madness, so will Hilarionis break you. My body, perhaps, but not my soul. Perpetua, perpetua, perpetua. You say such strange things. Strange to you, Father, because you are a pagan, not a Christian. I was born a pagan. A pagan I must live. No, 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 Father. What? Is this not Carthage in the year 203? Yes, and a heathen world it is, too, full of lust and corruption and brutality. Which existed when I was born and will continue to exist long after you and I are dead. Yes, evil men will see to that. Your so-called evil men rule the world. If they say paganism is our way of life, who is to call them wrong? God, the mighty king of us all. Man puts his trust in things he can see, feel, and touch. If my daughter can't do the same, then she chose the wrong age in which to be born. Father, no one can select the world he's born in. But each of us can choose the way we want to live in it. And the way we want to die, too, I suppose. If we live with the love of Jesus Christ in our hearts, our souls will never die. Because his heart is full of love, Father. Divine love and tenderness for all the world. Such divine love is very rare, I would think. Why, then, doesn't the world run to this God of yours with open arms? Because, Father, we are poor, helpless creatures who have strayed from the path of righteousness. And it is so hard to find our way back unless we surrender our souls to God in yes. heaven. And then you fall upon your knees, grovel like a common slave, and pray for the salvation of your soul. Yes, 
as I prayed for the salvation of mine, Father, and was saved as I prayed for the salvation of my poor dead husband. Nonsense. Utter nonsense. Now stop it. I must tell you, for even while I received baptism, I heard the voice of the Holy Spirit within me. I heard the voice as clearly as I hear my own, bidding me to pray for nothing, nothing, unless for patience and endurance in my flesh. It was a dream, child, a dream, only a dream. No, Father, no, it was real. You heard no voice. But I did, I did. You imagined it. Come now, didn't you? No, no, Father, I heard it. It was the voice of God. You heard no voices, Perpetua. Say it. I can't, Father, I can't. Say it. It wouldn't be true, Father. I would lie, and that is the same as denying the power of God, which I will not do. There is no such God, no Holy Spirit, no voices, no vision. Say it. I can't, because I know, Father, I know that Christ is the Son of the living God. I believe with all my heart that Mary is his virgin mother, and with my dying breath, I will lift my head and say, I am a Christian. She was safe in Karubis, man. Why did you bring her back to Carthage? She said it was the will of God which cannot long be defied. The will of her God, this king of heaven? To her, there is no other. Yet to the joy of pagans, he has delivered her into the jaws of wild beasts. By the gods, man, no child of mine will die in your cursed arena. Not while I live and there is faith in the power of gold. Then take my advice, my friend. Go to Hilarianus at once. Christians, Christians, they're a menace, not only to Rome, but to the world. One or the other must perish. Hilarionis, they preach a doctrine of love. Why? Why is that a threat? Why, indeed. These teachings of Christ would destroy the world. There's the danger. Oh, mankind could use a little love, I think. Love? That's a feeling of intimacy a man shares with a woman. To win wars and conquer nations, he needs a sharp sword, a good arm, and faith in the divinities of Rome. Oh, that my child, my own flesh and blood, could be caught up in this horror. Condemn the false prophets, not Perpetua. Blame those who go about the world spreading the poison of this diabolical belief. Ranking kings with slaves, rich with poor, saying they're all the same in the eyes of God. Well, for my part, I choose Rome. How say you, merchant? Rome. I think if by Rome I mean life. But, Hilarionis, what about my daughter? Perpetua decided against Rome when she chose to be a Christian. She's my daughter, not a slave. Even if she were mine, and I loved her as dearly as you, my duty to the emperor of Rome would be just as clear. By the gods, what do I care about your duty to the emperor of Rome? I'm begging, yes, I, the merchant of Carthage, I'm begging you to spare the life of my child. It's out of my hands. She must stand public trial, along with all the others who were duly apprehended practicing their Christian religion. Hilarionis, I, uh, I have enemies among the public who will condemn Perpetua to strike at me. Hmm. Perhaps uh, she would consent to kneel publicly... 
to the sacred gods of Rome? Uh, I, I fear that is impossible. In that case, persuade her to recant. Persuade her. Very well, then make her. How? How? She's only a woman. Break her will. Her will? By the gods, her will is a wall of stone. If it could be crumbled either by force or by persuasion, I would have toppled it long ago. Try again. Use every means. Can I blow out the sun with one breath or even a million? Then you must appeal to her love for you as her devoted father. Don't you want to live? Oh, Father, more than anything in the world, for you, for my child, for mother, and myself as well. Then prove it. Don't throw your life away. Live. I am trying to live for Jesus. By dying for him? If that is the way to eternal life... You cannot live by dying. Life is living in this world. The one that I have lied, cheated, and schemed to make soft for you. But you, in this fit of madness, you prefer the cold, empty darkness of death. And for what? For God, Father. Our Father in heaven. God, indeed. If he loved you one inch as much as I, would he defile your faith by demanding your blood? No. He'd want you to live. Live and enjoy being alive. I do want to live, Father. I do. I do. But when I stand before Hilarionis at the scaffold tomorrow, I'll do whatever is the will of God, for we're in his power. He is not in ours. Then, Perpetua, ask him for strength to yield. Perpetua, be reasonable, recant. To please the public, at least. On my honor, I'll set you free. Only God can set me free, Hilary Oh, come now, you don't have to mean it. But I must satisfy these people. And I must satisfy God. Oh, Perpetua, Perpetua, you silly, silly girl. No one else would know. God would know, Serpa. You are, then, a Christian... I am a Christian. And you too, I suppose, have eaten the flesh of Christ. If by that you mean the Holy Eucharist. Which you people look upon with such reverence. Does it really contain divine properties? 
You don't wish to know the truth, Hillary, honest. Uh, your heart is too cold. It won't let you believe which you must do to save your soul from doom. Very well, Christian. You claim the Eucharist is holy. No doubt you have eaten it because it is the body and blood of Christ. In that case, we'll let the lions eat you. And if it makes them holy, perhaps we'll believe in your God, too. her fate with pleasure, you say. Tell me, tell me again. Conviction, dear merchant, not pleasure. Unshakable conviction that God does exist. Oh. Over now, old friend, don't you remember? I remember. Though months have piled into years, I remember. But the vaguest thought of her still burns like fire throughout my whole being. I know, I know. I think I understand. The church in Carthage took her revered body and buried it like an imperishable treasure. Sober. Sober, you were there. How did she go? Oh, my friend, I, I tell you every day. How else can I be certain that this is not a dream? Well... She came from the prison into the amphitheater. And then the crowd fell strangely silent. Her face was beautiful and serene, like, like a blushing bride's. Oh, she, she trembled a little. Not from fear, mind you, but out of joy. Because her eyes, her, her soft, Eloquent eyes were filled with exquisite love for Christ, Son of the Living God. listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour, brought to you by the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. For over 110 years, the Friars have devoted themselves to fulfilling St. Francis' prayer, to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way. We work for Christian unity and interreligious understanding. We provide respite at our retreat center at Greymoor for those in need of spiritual renewal. We staff parishes throughout the world, serve as chaplains for colleges, hospitals, and prisons. We care for the ill through hospice work, ministry to those with HIV AIDS. We also shelter the homeless, 
and provide treatment and services for those suffering from alcoholism and drug addiction. If you would like to be included in our prayer list, participate in special St. Anthony Novenas, and or visit St. Anthony Shrine Graymore, attend a retreat, learn more about our Ave Maria Hour productions, or simply make a donation to assist us in fulfilling St. Francis' prayer to help those in need, please visit our website at atonementfriars.org or email me at avemaria at atonementfriars.org. You can write to me, Father Bob, Friars of the Atonement, Graymore, Post Office Box 300, Garrison, New York, 10524. And so, in closing, I ask for the blessing of God upon you and those you love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he look upon you with kindness and give you his peace. Amen.